Welcome to Harry Potter and the Anxious Millennials, a show where we delve week by week into each chapter of the Harry Potter series. Um, this is a new setup, a new little gig we've got. Yeah, I know. And this one is also temporary because we won't be here forever as well. So like there's not really much to show except this really nice like starry night tapestry I've got over here. Absolutely. And the Andromeda Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, there's not really much in here. Mm, How is the UK? Um, it's getting warmer now, like spring has sprung, spring has sprung. We went to a garden center today, uh, but it's not like, it still is like rainy and stuff mm-hmm. and it wasn't rainy for a long time, but it has been rainy the past like couple days on and off. So it'll be like super sunny and then rain mm. and then like sunny again. So, but it's been nice. This week, we read chapter eight called The Hearing. Adam, what happens in this chapter? Harry is tried for the crime of performing underage magic uh, in front of a muggle. Very well said. Great. So the chapter starts and Harry is now he's in he's in the basically he realizes that he is in the exact same uh let's say courtroom for the lack of a better term sure. um that is from Dumbledore's memory of when Barty Crouch Jr was like crying and Bellatrix was screaming he's like in the <laughs> yeah. same courtroom yes as we improved here on this pod right 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 <laughs> um and so that's like weird and then they're like, you're late. And he's like, sorry, I didn't. No one told me. Yeah. And they were like, well, we sent an owl. <laughs> so this is my thing. No, no excuse. So owls don't work then. Because if you sent an owl, but Harry didn't receive the owl. Baby. You're saying. At Grimald Place specifically, or just owls in general don't work. Well, they wouldn't know that he's at Grimald Place. Yeah, owls wouldn't go, go there. To, yeah, they went to Privet Drive. But then um, an owl should have headed like while he was like walking around London with Arthur. An owl should have dropped something off on his head or something. Right, like so. Hedwig is the only owl that knows where. Yeah, Adam, that's a great point. I didn't even really like clock that. I thought they were just like, I was assuming the message that had been sent was the one that Perkins was. Conveying. The only thing I can think is that they sent an owl to Harry's proper address at yeah, Privet Drive. Drive. <laughs> so maybe that's what they meant. And that's why no, he didn't if that, get it. If that is what they did, that honestly would make more sense in terms of like why right. he didn't know. But it like, feels like generally in the wizarding world, you send an owl and you just say to the owl, like, this is going to this person. And they just some know fucking how somehow. know where they yeah, are. Exactly. Which I'm yeah. willing to believe that that I'm willing to like go and be like, owls are fine. magic. They're magic. They know. Yeah, yeah. They're GPS trackers. But then it's not, fine. They're yeah, fine. My then, friends. Yeah. Yeah. Find my friends. <laughs> owl find my friends. Um, 
but maybe it's just Hedwig because she's his familiar. She's the but only she'll, one. But she'll know every, she knows where everybody else is too. Like he'll be like, go to yeah. Hagrid. Go to Sirius. Go to, I mean, Sirius is the one where it's like, oh, Sirius how are you finding Sirius? Genuinely how? Yeah. I don't know. I still don't know. So I didn't like, I just was like. Yeah, what? I wish no. it had been a little more clear. Or it had been an obvious, like, oh, we sent an owl, but they clearly didn't send an owl. Like, I would have been fine with it being like, we're lying and saying we sent an owl, but we didn't send an owl. Yeah, but I bet they, I bet there was a letter that was sent to Privet Drive because they just assumed he was there. It had to. It must be Privet Drive. To give the but benefit then, of the doubt, I'll say it's Privet Drive. But Adam, wait a second. He checked into the ministry early in that, that morning. Yeah. He, so there was a, an actual paper trail of him at the ministry. Right. So what is going... This is where it's like, Joe, you need to be more specific because now we're just like, okay, how are you tracking an underage wizard? What is the magic that exists? Because it's like, if you can see who casts a spell as mm -hmm. an underage wizard, you should then be able to like follow them or, or, or like track them if they move somewhere it's we've just got cute. i've got lots of questions about registration coming up yeah. in this very <laughs> chapter so so anyway so harry uh. there's a chair in the middle of the room it has like uh chains attached to it and he remembers from the memory that he saw yeah. of dumbledore's that it, they like bind whoever sits down so he's very nervous when he sits down but it doesn't they like shake a little bit but they don't they decide he's not a threat i guess uh fudge and percy are there in the very front row there's fudge is there to his right is a monocled witch who we later <laughs> learn is <laughs> madam bones i forgot that she had a monocle did you remember that i did I not totally remember that, forgot that. <laughs> i love that she has a monocle and at one point it looks like she's described as like digging into her skin and i was like how did people <laughs> oh, use yeah. monocles how well, they just like frowned they were just like cockeyed. <laughs> wait, wait, do I have it? Wait, 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 wait. I don't have anything that's like an actual monocle for obvious. You don't reasons, have an. But... You don't have an actual monocle lying around, Ari. That's so weird. No, this is too big. I was gonna try and like. <laughs> I, can't... I can't frown, so I have something like lodged in my eyebrow and like under eye. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, it's very impressive. Uh, and then there's another witch sitting on the other side of um, Fudge who's in shadow. We don't see her face just yet, but she'll be important later. That was so dramatic. I was like, okay, what? <laughs> can't we just reveal her now? Yeah. She needs a reveal, girl. A reveal. But also, there are like 50 people who are on this court. So when I, I did not remember that it was this high of a number. Um, when we had talked about Dumbledore being part of the, the wizard. Yeah. So, oh my. so, um, yeah, I was like, Oh, there, that's so, that's too many people for a court. I know yeah. that in America we're like we should pack the courts and put a bunch of liberal justices on the bench because you there's no defined law of how many pack people the are courts. right, but fifty people is too many people on a court. 
why are they all there for Harry? Uh, well, I guess that's that is just well, well. Um. So anyway, it's wild. It's a very big. It's a big ordeal. Yeah, it definitely is in the bowels of the ministry. Um. Yeah. But yes, Percy is also there, which is. That's it's such a bummer. It's such a I bummer. I know. I was just like in that when they when I was listening to good old Jim Dale read this part and how he was like he Harry like just kind of automatically expected some acknowledgement. I was I like, know. first off, that's very like that 15 year old energy where it's like obviously he's heard what's happened with Percy, yeah. but he's just so used to his previous dynamic with him that it's like right. when you see someone that you're kind of used to being like, oh, hey, there is that yeah. initial moment of being like, oh, Oh, right. We're not. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. It sucks. So I was like, oh, sorry, Harry. Um, so they're introducing, they say, like, you're Harry Potter, blibbity blah, <laughs> this, that, and the other. The boy that needs no introduction. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Albus Dumbledore comes out of nowhere for the, like, face crack of the century it's giving another reveal. It's he giving, was also in the shadows. It's giving All Stars two when they're behind the mirror, and <laughs> <laughs> the it's two way glass. Yes, and then yes. all of a sudden they're there. Yeah, um, it's great. Uh, I, so, I love how they never did that again, girl. That was just for that. Just the one season. time they never brought it back. They knew they could never make it better because Alyssa's face <laughs> when she's like, yeah, I know it's. So I loved her on Pit Stop, girl. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah, bring her back. I was like, where has she been? She's I love so Alyssa funny. Edwards. Albus comes and he is going to be Harry's witness. Um, he's mm-hmm. going to be a witness on Harry's behalf. Um, and they're like, oh, sorry, we don't have another chair. And Dumbledore's like, it's okay. I'll just pop this one up. Let me show you what this chair looks like. I have a photo <gasps> of a chintz chair. physically looked it up. Oh, my gosh. Great. Because I was like, what is a chintz chair? I've never heard of this term before. Um, and I can tell you it is gay. <laughs> <laughs> gay. Oh, oh yes. This has Albus written all over it. Are yeah. those birds? <gasps> wow. Yeah, I think it's like birds. I'm here for it. It's like yeah, a it's beautiful like a floral, poofy. <gasps> I'm here for that. Give me one of the not really. It reminds Maybe me of the, the chair that Maybe on the patio. In the movie in the 6th movie when they go to get um Horace Slughorn. Yeah. It looks like the chair that he's like disguising himself as. His is like pajama pattern though. Yes, his is like a yeah, pin, yeah. kind of like a striped. Which is so great. Uh, that's so smart by the way. Yeah. Um <laughs> so anyway, so he conjures up this chair, takes a seat. It's very funny. The image is very funny of it being like a very dark dank uh dungeon like yeah, courtroom yeah. and then like a floral <laughs> armchair. Yeah. yeah. Um so they keep they talk about like what happened. So they're like, is it true that you are Harry Potter? Did you do this magic in front of a muggle? Da, 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 da. So they're basically like just just letting him say yes to each thing so they can kind of be like, well you did all of it, so we're throwing the book gotcha. Mm. And my question is, is like, they keep being like, you did it in front of a muggle, but it's the muggle he lives with who knows he goes to Hogwarts. Yeah, well, right. That's like, what if you're a muggle born? It's muggle with privilege, right? Like muggle <laughs> yeah. who knows saying it. about like, 
it's not a nor there has to be different classifications of muggles like there's muggles who yeah. don't know anything there's muggles who have to know because they live with the person who goes to school yeah. or is a witch or wizard or whatever like hermione's an only child but if she had a sister yeah, a la a la lily, lily and petunia yeah. like it's a different yeah. type of yeah i don't know it's just weird that that's the thing that that's like kind of the crux of why he's it's like, well, regardless of whatever the situation is, you're just going to be in trouble no matter what, because it was in front of a muggle. It's like, right. Well, if this was a random muggle like out in the world, fair enough, but it, it isn't right. So, yeah, I feel like that defense isn't going to hold up. Yeah. I mean, it's impossible to even argue about what they're doing because they're purposefully trying to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This right. is unfair just, from the beginning. Yeah, they're just not on his side in any way. Um, so. But I was, like, annoyed. And I really wanted Harry to be like, yeah, the cousin who lives with me. That's the muggle. Yeah. Girl. I wanted him to My say, cousin girl. Knows, yeah. <laughs> to Cornelius who, Fudge. Who had a um a pigtail transplanted right. onto his bottom previously. And whose tongue turned into tongue-tied taffy or whatever it was. Right. Tongue-tongue taffy. Yeah, P- poor, poor, poor Dudley. Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, in the movie, he got stuck in the glass enclosure with the snake. Yeah. Poor Dudley. At well, risk, no, the snake wasn't there anymore. Child. The snake yeah, was Yeah, the, the snake was out, sure, yeah. So anyway, um, they're like, so you conjured a full Patronus and Madame Bones, who's the monocled witch, uh... She was like, you can conjure a full Patronus. She's like, shot, gagged. Adam, this makes no sense. They are wizards. Why are you wearing a monocle? Why, do you, why does <laughs> anyone have glasses? Why does anyone have glasses? It just makes no sense. Girl. I love the idea that, like, disability doesn't exist, right? Like, she's made that clear. No, being yes. Like, nobody's disabled, but people have visual disability which is although are there any other people that have visual disabilities other than harry adam that we genuinely hear about dumbledore has half moon spectacles that's true okay and professor mcgonagall i think sometimes wears glasses doesn't she uh i'd have to maybe that's just i don't remember maybe that's just in the movie but so it's like older people it's normal for them trelawney trelawney wears glasses okay okay yeah you're right you're right okay harry's just the only kid He's yeah, he's student. definitely the only student who wears glasses. Maybe that's why, I mean, Adam, maybe it is for students now. Maybe they have found a cure, but because Harry's muggle-born, no one's going to help him with get his his LASIK, his wizarding LASIK surgery. <laughs> LASIK charm. I don't know. Anyway, uh, so Madam Bones is thoroughly impressed that yes, Harry can conjure a full Patronus at the tender age of 15 years old. And she, like, won't get off it. She's like, sorry, wait, just to be clear, it's a corporeal Patronus. What we're saying right now, I'm sorry, I just... Does it take a shape? You see, yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, tell me. I need to know about your Patronus. This says a lot about you. Yeah. It's like your son's sign. Yes, it's very that energy. She was like, and what's what's this? What's the animal? What's the animal? (laughs) A stag. Okay. Okay. (laughs) There's, like, a girly that she's friends with afterward that she was like, did you hear? She like Patron- she like sends her Patronus text message to her friend, yeah. who's like, "Oh my god, Harry Potter's Patronus is a stag." <laughs> wow, yeah, she loved that. And also, he could do it even before he was fifteen. 
Yeah. He was even younger, girl. He was... 13? 13, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, good for her. Yeah, she was excited. I she liked Madam Bones in this because she does seem objective, which is good. It would be yeah, it would be a huge like a bummer end. if like everyone seemed like they were against him. Yeah, I know. Um, so Harry explains that the reason he conjured the Patronus because it felt like they were just bulldozing over all his answers. He just like shouts out that there were Dementors in the alley, and that's why he conjured the Patronus. And Fudge yeah. is like, <laughs> I'm fucking sure. I hate Cornelius Fudge. Yeah, he's like, this is really not a good look for him. And I've never really been a fan of him anyway. Just right, right, right. It's like, we know who he, we know what type of person he right. is. Right. But it's just like. He's in his villain himself. era. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in my villain era. Him and yeah. Mistress. <laughs> <laughs> also, Adam, I love every time Mistress says, gather her. I'm yes. going to steal. I love that saying now. Honey, gather them. <laughs> so um. Good. Anyway, the whiz and gamut needs to be gathered. Yeah, gather them. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Oh, he will. Gather them. Um, so I didn't... I just, like, fudge this whole chapter. Fudge sucks, right? But, like, this chapter yeah. I was like, you are really laying it on thick, bud. Like, who is on your side? More more the thing of, like, how is anyone else on the whiz and gamut being, like, this seems like it's being treated fairly. Do you know what I mean? Maybe that's why yeah. so many end up voting on Harry's side is because it's like, it doesn't feel, I don't know. Yeah, no. But it is weird that it's like. It, He's being obviously. too obvious about it. If you're really trying to go out of your way and be like, someone's doing, or like you are, you disagree with someone and you're using your influence of power in order to like make them seem crazy yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You got to be more subtle, bro. Girl, you are so obvious about this. This is. This is a 15-year-old child. You yourself yes, are calling him an underage wizard, and you're the one laughing at him. Like, it's a little that, crazy. That's what I was going to say, and I feel like the sad thing about this is, obviously, there are real adults that, like, have these essentially, like, seemingly vendettas out against, like, children. Yes. Where it's just, like... I'm sorry, you do realize this is like a 15-year-old kid, right? Like, even if you in your mind are like convinced that this kid is like trying to be malicious, which like, it's Harry, so he's not. But it's like, if you genuinely think this kid is like making up stories or whatever, there still shouldn't be that type of response where you're just, he's like literally essentially trying to just ruin Harry's life. Right. Like, that's you, literally what he's you trying You seem to like do. you're trying to goad Harry into like, yeah. I don't know, it just seems... I just like if you're listen, I'm not a I'm not a bad person, but if I was a bad person, I feel like I'd be better at being a bad person than Cornelius. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's weird because it's like it's one thing for him to like act this way with Dumbledore, like fine, whatever you like can't stand him now right. or, or whatever, you know, but it's like, yeah, the fact that he's acting like that with Harry, it's just and no one is like calling him i mean it sets it up so well because dumbledore is so calm through this whole thing yeah. that that's why it like is so good yeah. and i do like and we'll get to it in a second but uh umbridge is also like very calm which is like yeah, kind is. of what's like really scary about her yeah um so i but i like the like juxtaposition of like fudge and dumbledore in their yeah. like their energy in this chapter because mm -hmm. it's a good example of why Dumbledore was preferred for minister and that Fudge 
is very aware of that and it's right. like kind of like displayed without him even intending for it yeah. to be displayed. So at this point, Dumbledore has decided that he is Harry's um, pro bono attorney and he has <laughs> called uh, Arabella Fig as Harry's uh, testimonial witness to the stand. Mm-hmm. Um, so she comes in. She has not changed out of her carpet slippers. How do we think she got here today? Here's the question. Can squibs use the flu network? No, I don't think they can. But although it is like a magic substance, isn't it? So right. I don't know. It's the thing that's doing it. It's not it's not you performing the magic. Unless saying the location is part of the magic, but like that seems I'm gonna guess that Dumbledore like sidelong apparitioned her. Just mm, to be probably. nice, you know, to like come and get her and take her back yeah. afterwards. Um, but I don't know. And also, carpet slippers are like loaf, the little like loafer slippers. I, I think they're I mean. like these, like my slippers. Oh, I um, never knew those were called carpet slippers. Cute. Uh, so anyway, Arabella Fig shows up. She comes into the courtroom, looking the way she does. So not not a great start for Harry's like defense. Not the best impression. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, but it's fine. It's okay. Uh, and she takes a stand, and they ask her like who she is because famously the reason the reason they don't believe Harry as of yet is because it's a very easy story. I don't know. Okay, so Harry's defense. Sorry, Harry's defense is that a. Pat- Dementors came, so that's why you conjured Patronus. Yeah. Now, very understandably, that's why you conjure a Patronus. Yeah. No one's just like popping out Patronuses. Unless you're sending a text, obviously. A text, yeah. <laughs> unless you want to send Patronus text. <laughs> Woo. Um, yeah. So they're like, oh, a likely story. And I was like, why the fuck else? Like, why are you going to go for the hardest magic you can do? Wouldn't you just, like, impress a muggle more by being, like... Like Lumos. Yeah. Whoa. Crazy. Anyway, it's annoying that they're like, oh, yeah, I bet that's why you did it. Yeah, of course, that's why you do it. That's actually what the spell is for. Yeah, that's what it's for. (laughs) It's literally why it was created. Oh, so stupid. Which we should there shouldn't have to be a spell in this world where we have to defend ourselves against something like a dementor, but fine. So you want the defend the dementors to work for the ministry. So stupid. So then the other issue is that famously muggles cannot see dementors, so they're like, well, a likely story because no one's here to back you up that there were dementors on the street. So that's why Arabella Fig shows up. Okay. Right. So she takes us in and they're like uh, we don't have a registry of a witch or wizard living near Harry Potter. And she was like, well, I'm a squib. Okay, so there is officially a registry of yeah. where witches and wizards live. Now, uh-huh. that I understand because, like, you have to keep track of sure. your witches and wi- Like, fine. They do the census. Sure. Yeah, yeah, the census. Um, But squ- how? why are squibs not on the registry? That makes well, yeah. no fucking sense. It's just essentially because they're a squib, it's just like they're not a part of the society. They're not seen as. But like, we don't we don't know this, and I don't think we'll ever find this out, and I don't think it's explained anywhere. But like, yeah, could a squib not have a child? That's if a no, muggle. Okay, no, if no. a muggle can have a child, if 
two muggles can have Hermione. Couldn't a squib be a parent to like, shouldn't you still keep track? So that I think at one point, Adam, she said that Joe said that, that a a muggle born is typically born because somewhere like there was a recessive gene from like one of their older ancestors being a squib who married into a muggle, you know, married a muggle, uh-huh. and then they all had muggle children, and then eventually it popped a out muggle, a muggle born. Yeah, but it's because there was like a recessive gene in the squibs bloodline for magic. So then, know? yeah, we should be keeping track of squibs because this is yeah. how you're ending up with muggle born witches and wizards. And then also, like the phrase, sorry, then like the muggle born phrase wouldn't even really work necessarily because it's coming from a magical, I don't know. You can't go down that road, but that road, but it's just like, well, then it still is within the bloodline in that case. If we're yeah. saying that. Hmm. I don't know. So stupid. Anyway, um, I was annoyed that squibs are not on the registry because squibs should be on the registry. They're born. Yeah, to, they're born to a witch and wizard. Squibs should yeah. be on the registry. Um. Anyway, and also, also can can you do ma- magic in front of a squib? Would that be fine? Even though she's not registered. Like, where are we drawing the line? Right. How did they? Okay, here's the other question. Okay, how does the how does the ministry know that a spell was performed in front of a muggle but they don't know that there was also a squib right there or even or like they don't know before. there's a squib but like a, a second yeah a second muggle if they think it's yeah great point i feel like the the are we supposed to with the muggle situation are we just straight up supposed to be like this really has nothing they're just using this as like a kind of bullshit excuse basically probably Cause yeah, the Muggle thing that really does not add up in my mind. Like I'm just like, but it's his cousin, right? So who cares? Anyway, so you're right that we'll never know. <laughs> so fit, Arabella gets a little flustered. She describes she describes the mentors as big and wearing cloaks. <laughs> Harry's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. So Adam, so she genuinely came to like lie. She didn't that No, no, no. I think no, I think she I think she's I think I think Arabella Fig is a simple woman. Oh, okay. And when they say what does a dementor look like? She's like it's it's big and it's wearing a fucking cloak. I mean, like, what else is it gonna look like? She didn't see it up close either. She saw them like coming into the Yeah, right, right. She wasn't in the presence of like how they make you feel, kind of. Okay. Um so then uh it's clear that uh bones is like okay and fudge like snort laughs at her which like again (laughs) buddy (laughs) yeah just like he's absolutely losing it he's losing it i love what happens to him in the next book anyway um and uh so then after that she describes the feeling of the dementors of like be feeling very cold and like the classic symptoms we know and love of like all the happiness rushing out of her da 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 and so then yeah. bones is like oh, okay so you were actually there because only people who have ever encountered a dementor really understand what that feels like no those feelings 
I don't wouldn't some stuff I'm like what's in books? What are in wizarding books? You know well, what I mean? Would, someone whoever discovered dementors or like first interacted with a dementor like must have notated what the interaction was like. Yeah. Unless they She's not saying anything so specific. I mean like I I believe that we know Arabelle Philip was there. So like whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh like why <laughs> Some people are just not very good at being descriptive, are they? Like Yeah, but also like what would what could she say that's more a dement dementors are all the yeah, same. Yeah, no. It's yeah. not like it's like, oh, the dementor had a name tag on it, it's a gym. Like <laughs> This Dementor was the head of operations. I don't right. know if you're aware. Right. <laughs> head like, of outreach. Outreach they're dementors. to the Muggle They're all the same. <laughs> like, she could have come in and lied and just read a test, like, what someone experienced in a book of what a Dementor feels like if you're near them, and then just repeated that. We know Arabelle yeah. was there, but, like, she's not saying anything that I'm like, wow, I'm impressed by this testimony. Bones is impressed. God bless Bones. Yeah. She must not think well no, no, actually Amelia Bones is good. Never mind. I was going to say she must not hi- must not think highly of squibs, but never mind cuz she seems to be a good one. I mean, she uh well, anyway. So Bones believes her and Fudge like dismisses the testimony basically. She he sends Arabella out. She practically like runs out of the courtroom cuz she's so like <gasps> Yeah, she's like get me out of here. Um so Fudge pushes back on this idea that the Dementors just showed up in a muggle suburb um, because why would they? And so Dumbledore is like, well, yeah, because they were told to. And Fudge is like, are you insinuating that the ministry told them to go? And he's like, no, I believe someone else is telling them what to do. And Fudge is like, well, we're, well, we're not discussing oh. that here. And then, uh, because obviously Fudge doesn't believe that Voldemort is around at all, so Voldemort yeah. could be giving orders to Dementors. No! What are you talking about? So then Dumbledore is like, okay, well then let's take your logic train. Uh, two Dementors were asked by someone, and if you're saying that the Ministry is the only one in charge of Dementors, then who at then the Ministry is in charge of sending Dementors to Little Whinging? So and well then done. Fudge is like, <gasps> <laughs> he's Pinocchio from Shrek. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Dolores Umbridge reveals herself. Yeah. I'm going to read Out the description. Of the, the physical oh, yeah. description of Dolores Umbridge. Here we Umbridge. go. <laughs> yeah. I know. A character I don't like. I need to be very clear. Dolores yeah, we probably are not is my least Dolores. favorite villain in this whole series. <sighs> he thought she looked just like a large pale toad. She was rather squat with a broad flabby face, as little neck as Uncle Vernon, and a very wide slack <sighs> mouth. There, her I'm sorry, her eyes were large, round, and slightly bulging. Even the little black velvet bow perched on top of her short curly hair put him in mind of a large fly she was about to catch on a long sticky tongue. 
She could have just been a woman. <laughs> she didn't need to be like the creature from the Black Lagoon, girl. Like, <laughs> I get it's a children's book, and in children's books, we love to like visualize evil as like ugly and like blah 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 to reinforce that idea. But like, the thing about Dolores is that you don't know that she's evil. So yeah, I no. almost think it's like smarter that in the movie they just make her like. Amelda yeah, Staunton. Amelda Staunton is not ugly at all. Yeah, she I love her performance. Pretty. She's so yeah. good. Um, but it's like, I feel like it would be a stronger choice to be like just a plain pretty woman, not even yeah, pretty, right. just like, like a plain memor- normal, ma- memorable, yes, yeah. very unmemorable woman who's like Satan. So they go back and forth. Uh, Fudge and Dumbledore go back and forth, and the validity of the Dementors. Fudge is saying this hearing is about the magic being performed, not about the Dementors themselves. So I don't even know why they're being brought up. And like, why is no one? The magic was used, bro. Yeah. Also, like, why is I will say why is no one like because the Patronus term is for a Dementor attack, unless it's not, unless it's literally not for that. And it's just one of the benefits of the Patronus charm. And that's why I learned it. But like up until now, the only reason we know the Patronus charm exists is to ward off a Dementor attack. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, um, Fudge is losing his mind. Uh, He brings up the hover charm used in book two, but Dumbledore is like, uh, Harry's like, that was not, that was a house elf. And Fudge is like, oh, yeah, I'm sure it was a house. It's a Dementor. It's a house elf. There's lots of goings on. A little whinging, apparently. And Dumbledore is like, I can summon the that house elf actually uh, is employed currently by Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. I'm happy to summon him here and have him give testimony if you'd like. And Fudge is like, well, that's not, that's not the point. We don't have time for that. I honestly I wish he would have just summoned him because... Yeah then this wouldn't be his second charge. Yeah. Because the whole thing is like, we've told you this before and that's before. why we're going to expel you. Yeah. But like, you didn't tell me like, you know, anyway, Yeah, that wasn't me the last time. Uh, but Fudge does not want, uh, does not want to listen to a lowly house elf. God sucks. He sucks. <sighs> yeah. And then he brings up how he blew up Aunt Marge and then Dumbledore is like, yeah, but you didn't, you like swept that under the rug. So yeah. you can't really bring that up in good faith when you were the one who decided it was fine, girl. Um, And then Fudge fully crosses the line and is like, well, how about how he acts at school and all those bad things he does there? Uh, and the ministry, so Dumbledore is like, famously, the ministry can't expel anybody from Hogwarts, which is what I reminded you the night that this happened. Yeah. Which is why Harry ended up getting two letters. So he got the first letter that was like, you're expelled. We're breaking your wand. Right. And then the second letter was like, JK. We actually can't do that. Um, yeah, they don't have the authority. Yeah. So I guess the only thing they could do is they could break his wand. They can't expel him from Hogwarts. Mm, okay. Right? Because yeah. that's what the hearing's about. Yeah, taking away his wand. Yeah. But then, like, can't you just get another wand? This is the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I understand the idea that the wand chooses the wizard. But I also understand that, like, people use wands that aren't their own. Like, it doesn't work as well. Right? Like, I get that. But, like, 
so Dumbledore is like Fudge Fudge responds to this whole thing of like you can't expel Hogwarts students and Fudge is like, Well we can change laws at any time. And Dumbledore's like Dumbledore's like, Yeah, yeah I I know you can. I've noticed. Um because Yeah, I've noticed girl. Apparently in the three weeks since I was kicked off the Wizengam and all of a sudden an underage student performing magic outside of Hogwarts is now a full criminal trial. And everyone is like. Yeah, this is the one moment where everyone there is like. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I just was asked to be here. There's got to be some people up there who are like, I just had to show up. I don't want to do this. I don't, I don't agree with this. this. Those two witches that waved at him. Yes. Hello. <laughs> they were like, we're just here to see Albie come and, and slay this whole this whole courtroom down. Yeah. Um so that kind of shuts him up. Uh I didn't even mention that like Umbridge has a line. Because it doesn't actually it's inconsequential. It's more important that you just remember that she was introduced in this chapter. Yeah. Um so basically they convene and decide on a verdict and more than half agree on clearing Harry of the charge. Whereas mm-hmm. Fudge and Umbridge and a bunch of other people, less than half, but still like a number of people. It's not like it's mm-hmm. just Fudge who raises his hand. Yeah. Uh, want to convict him, but they don't right. win. So he's cleared of all charges. And so Dumbledore's like, great. Thanks so much. Have a great day. And then just like walks out of the dungeon and <laughs> is done. And that's the He chapter. sashayed away and did not give a, a parting line. No. And then I accidentally started reading the next chapter because I was like so invested ha- that I was yeah. like, wait, what happens now? What happens? Um, so I had to remember that I was like not doing that. So the chapter ends with Dumbledore leaving the dungeon. The courtroom. Yes. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Um, that wraps up this chapter. Next week, we'll be reading chapter nine called The Woes of Mrs. Weasley. <sighs> we have a review. We have one. What? So we have a we review. Have a review. Um, the review title is Love These Two. Been listening and reading along with you guys for a while now. Just figured out how to write reviews. Sorry, I'm old. <laughs> so glad you're back. You guys brighten, brighten up my Mondays. And That's how many stars did she give us, Ari? She gave us five stars. Of course Stacey she did. And D. Thank, Thank you, Stacy. Thank you, Stacy. Um, Thank you so much for your kind words. We love hearing what you guys think. So please, someone else, leave a review. So Adam can read it next week. Um, on Apple Podcasts is where you can leave our reviews, guys. Yes, in case on you Apple don't Podcasts. Know. Yes, yes, we should say that. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. Do they take reviews on Spotify? Is that a thing? You can rate it, but you can't review it. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, reviews only on Apple Podcasts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts, as well as video versions on the Ampliverse YouTube channel and Spotify. As always, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so that we can get a perfect mute score, five stars only, or else you'll have to sit at a hearing to determine why you did a Patronus charm, even though the only reason the Patronus charm exists is to fend off a Dementor. So what kind of question is that? Right. 
Um, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HBAnxious or YouTube and TikTok at The Ampliverse. We are hosted on Anchor and recorded at, recorded on Zencaster. So thank you to both of them. And are a proud member of The Ampliverse, which just recently hit 2K subscribers on YouTube. All you need to know is we're a proud member of The Ampliverse. Check them out at TheAmpliverse.com. <laughs> thank you, Adam. You're welcome. And as always, monocle. <laughs> <laughs>